0: welcome to pierce podcast we are in a new series today entitled the laws of relationships don't go away we'll be right back Guys, welcome to another edition of Pierce Podcast. And uh, this whole entire month, we're talking about uh, the laws of relationships. We tend to, I think, underestimate the importance of our relationship with God. Uh, It's easy to do because sometimes we feel like we can't see him. And because we can't see him, we don't see the value in having a relationship with him. But that's not true. He absolutely desires to have a relationship with us. And so we uh, studied that on this first Uh, episode today in which we looked at the value of relationships first starting with God and then as his creation with each other so don't go away we'll be right back after my man C.O.G.
1: Alright, let's go what's up it's your boy god child the movement with today's word stop looking at where you're at and begin to focus on where you're going know that god has a plan for your life but it will not happen by osmosis it only happens by faith and action on your part being consistent and persistent in seeking out the things of god now i say this in love you are a child of the most high god but yet you are always complaining The enemy has been fighting me all week. Would y'all please pray for me? The enemy has been trying to depress me and has been holding me back. Please pray for me. The enemy has attacked my body and my finances. Would you all please pray for me? He is doing what he is supposed to do. Are you? You are busy running your mouth about what the enemy is doing that you have forgotten about what God has already done. Listen, if you want to see an impact in your life, go pray for somebody else and watch what happens. Get up off your butt and put your whole armor of God and be willing to swing back and stop just taking punches. Stop wasting your time and energy on foolishness and nonsense. Give time to the word and prayer and less time to TV. How do you expect to get stronger when you feed your flesh? This is a spiritual war and your flesh cannot help you in any way. Sooner or later, you will have got to fight back on your own and stop crying, always looking for someone else to fight for you. Grow up and begin training and be the great warrior that God has called you to be. This has been your boy, Godchild, the movement with today's word.
0: Excellent. So this was an exercise that was done intentional for a lot of reasons because number one, when God created us, he created us with the intention to be relational, all right? So we were created to be relational. One of the things that has happened in our society is, is we are no longer relational. What has happened has been pretty much devastating on so many levels because of social media, right? Y'all all know what I'm talking about, right? And We got like 15, 20,000 fans on, you know, or likes or whatever on all our different social sites, but we don't even know these people. Right? we don't even know them. Like we don't know nothing about these people. I'm guilty of it too, man. I got people, man, that I'm friends with and I ain't never met them people a day in my life. And then what happens is that becomes the norm. See, that becomes the norm. And then we find ourselves, you know, on it all day in the bed, You know at work working out watching TV doing work we're always checking our stats we're always checking our updates we're always seeing what's going on with our quote-unquote friends see but the reality of it is that's a pseudo friendship it's not a real friendship see it's not a real friendship and then what tends to happen is we neglect and negate the friendships that we potentially could have That are literally tangible people sitting right next to us or in front of us, see? So, this is an intentional exercise because all this month we're going to be talking about relationships. Humanity's relationship to God was designed by God intentionally because God desires to be in relationship with each and every single one of us. He desires to be in relationship with each and every single one of us. And see, here's what's beautiful about it. In Genesis 3, 8 through 10, it says, When the cool evening breeze was blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He replied, I heard you walking. Underline that. I heard you walking. And this is what the man saying to God, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. Now, you got to remember, he was hiding because he had fell short, because he had sinned, because he had basically went against God. All right? He says, I was afraid because I was naked. Now, as we go on further into that, uh, that, that particular chapter, it breaks it down some more. But I want to focus just on that one part because there's an important piece happening here. And that piece is, is that God walked among us before man fell short before man was messed up and sin came into our world God walked among us man that's some deep stuff and the reason it's so deep is because each and every single one of us in this room were made in his image we look like our heavenly father we look like him And that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. And here's why it's so beautiful. Because he looks like all of us in all his splendor and glory which means we look like our heavenly father in all our splendor and glory. And even our different personality types is a makeup of who he is. And that's magnificent. I'm a high I, right? My personality type is what we call ESFJ. Anybody else in here know what their personality type is? I-S-F-J. What you got, Carl, you see your hand go up? I am what her? INFP. somebody over here, yeah, man. INFJ. INFJ. see? Now y'all, some of y'all are probably like, what are y'all talking about? I know y'all lie. And that's okay, though. Listen, that's actually all right. Because here's the beautiful thing about this. Because we are looking at personalities and relationships this month. It's good to begin to find information that's going to help you guys in your life. Amen. Because that's what this is all about. It's about helping you get further along in your life. All right. So again, I'm an ESFJ. All right. And my personality type is very outgoing. I'm very like, oh, I love a party. I think, if, as a matter of fact, just so y'all know, we leaving from here afterwards. We going to eat. So if anybody want to join us, talk to. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you even come up with us. <laughs> or Richard or (laughs) D. Seriously, we are going to eat for real. That's beside the point. But here's the point. That's my personality type. I'm also an extrovert. So let's talk about that real quick. An extrovert is someone who's outward going. An introvert is someone who's inward. Right? And there are some introverts in here. And introverts are very beautiful people when you get to know them. And see, that's the beauty of what we just got through doing. Because what happened was... I made you guys pretty much step outside your comfort zone and talk to different people. The beauty of that is you guys got to meet somebody that's probably doing something completely different than what you would ever consider even doing. Amen? Right? But the beauty of it is you begin to connect with these individuals, you begin to network with them, and you begin to find yourself wanting to become a part of their life, right? See, it's interesting because I heard somebody say, yeah, she got a lot of energy. That's great. Right? She's enthusiastic, she's explosive, she's exciting. I know people like that. People like that, I invite them, man, to come to my house and have parties with me. Just so y'all know they're not no wild parties, don't be looking at me like that. I'm talking about like the Super Bowl party scene. All right, but my point is I'm saying we intentionally, just this past weekend, we were talking about who we were gonna bring over and we wanted to bring, you know, we, we opened up to everybody. My house is always open to everybody. But we, we knew one person that said they were not gonna come and we was like, oh no, he gotta come. He needs to be there because he just out of control. How many of you guys know you need some out of control people in your life? Because those are the ones that make things real, man. I mean, stuff get crazy, right? They just do stuff, man, that you just can take away as remembrance. How many of you guys know you need some control people in your life? You need some people that can kind of help bring some balance to it, right? And so, what's the point? The point is, is that we're all wonderfully and beautifully created in God's image, and that there's no mistakes. See, there's no mistakes. You're not a mistake. Don't ever let anybody tell you that you are. Oh, girl, you're just too much. You got to calm that down. Slow that down. No, you don't. No, you don't. You ain't got to do that. What you need to do is be exactly who God created you to be. Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, "I am who I am," Amen. in Christ Jesus. And this is how my father made me. And I'm wonderfully made. made. Thank you very much. All right. So here we go. Here we go. God's whole desire, God's whole desire is to dwell among and within his creation. That's his whole desire. His whole desire is to dwell among you and within you. Your personality is what it is. It's the way God made you. You're wonderfully and beautifully and fearfully made. And guess what? He knows it. And he's excited when you're excited. And when you're sad, he's sad. And when you're feeling good, he's feeling good. And when you're upset, he's upset. Why? Because you're filled with his spirit. And because you're filled with his spirit, it's a beautiful flow. Right? All right? 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, don't you realize that all of you together, right here, talking about us, all of you together. Are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God lives in you. God's Spirit lives in you. So you are a wonderful person. All right. James 4 5 says, Do you think the scriptures have no meaning? They say that God is passionate, that the Spirit he has placed within us should be faithful to him. Let me break that down. He is passionate. Who all in here is passionate about something? I hope everybody's hand go up in here, right? Because when you're passionate about something, Earl, what you do, man? You're passionate about food, baby. What you do? You don't look at me, man. <laughs> you don't look at me like that. What you passionate,
1: man? Talk to me. I'm passionate about food.
0: And you're going to make that stuff
1: do what it do. Do
0: what it do. <laughs> I love you, Earl. Earl is great, man. You got to love Earl. Right, but here's the thing, right? When you're passionate, you make it do what it do. Right? You make it do what it do. Now, I'm not going to get on the Kobe kick, but I'm going to get on the Kobe kick for a second. Just for a second. He was passionate, man. I heard an interview mail with um, one of the other players. And he was like, and this was way before all this stuff happened, like a couple years ago. And they were saying, who's your favorite player? He said, man, Kobe. And the guy was like, really? Why? He was like, man, I was at we, we were going to play them one night. And they literally... Went back in the locker room, and Kobe was still out there practicing. He said, so I stayed out and practiced. He said, I kept practicing, he kept practicing. He kept practicing, I kept practicing. He said, it turned to a competition all by itself. He said, and then I got tired and I knew we still had the game to do. And I was like, skip this, I'm gonna take a shower. He went back to take a shower, came back out. Guess what was still practicing? Kobe was still practicing. Why? Wow because he was passionate about basketball. Listen, God is passionate about you. He desires to have a long-term relationship with all of his creation hey yes he does god is so passionate about all of us he loves us so very much and he does desire to have a long-term relationship with each and every single one of us that's the beauty of having a lord and savior and a father and that's why it's so important that we reach out to the lost and the unsaved so that they may come to know him as their heavenly father as well and that they may have a long-term relationship with him also hey listen we're gonna come right back with uh part two this is the laws of relationship Week one. So that's why we as believers play a very important and special role in his kingdom. And here's why. How many of you guys got unsaved friends out there? Show of hands. Unsaved. unsaved not saved friends. Unsaved friends. Everybody's hand here better go up. Your hand don't go up. We're gonna have a conversation. I'm looking around. Don't raise your hand now, Bradley. Just because I said it now, man, you got some unsafe friends, man. Okay, I just want to make sure. All right, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. That's important because we're all made in God's image, including them. Amen. And what are we doing to get them to come here in an environment that they can relate to and understand? That's not. The say of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hey, sister, how you doing? Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Seriously, though, right? What are we doing? I look in this room and see, I see nothing but cool, hip people, right? Why? Because we're all wonderfully and individually created and made in God's image. Y'all dig what I'm saying? Is that making sense? Beautiful. Excellent. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Satan's whole desire is to get you away from God and among his evil and perverted world. That's Satan's whole plan. Satan's whole desire is to get you away from God and among his evil and perverted world. Humanity's relationship to humanity. All right? 1 Samuel 18, 1 and 4. And David had finished talking with Saul. He met Jonathan, the king's son. There was an immediate bond between them for Jonathan loved David. From that day on, Saul kept David with him and wouldn't let him return home. And Jonathan made a solemn pact with David because he loved him as he what? As he loved himself. I asked you guys earlier, I said, who in here got a, got a road dog? They just cool with, they just close to, they cool with. Who got one of them? There, a few hands went up, right? That's what this is talking about. That's what this is talking about. And look at how deep it was. Jonathan sealed the pact by taking off his robe. Y'all remember now, Jonathan was a prince. David was a shepherd boy. He was dirty, filthy. He wasn't king yet. He was, you know, he was, he was, he was a man. He was a straight up hood cat, man. Straight up. He was straight up, man, just rough neck, for real, right? Jonathan was a prince. Jonathan sealed the pack by taking off his robe and giving it to David, together with his tunic, sword, bow, and belt. In other words, this is what he did. He said, Look, man, we're gonna make a pack, because we boys, and we're gonna be boys forever. And despite, man, that I may be inside society up here, and you know, you may be considered down here, you're not took off all his special garment, which was basically like taking off his signet ring because kings and princes used to wear signet rings, right, see, and they would take them and he pretty much did this to him. put this on, now you are a part of who I am. So if I'm royalty, you royalty. How many of y'all got friends like that that would do that for you? I told you guys before, my brother, we were stranded when I was touring, doing the whole music thing, we were stranded. And my brother, man, drove 18 hours, man, to North Dakota to pick me up. He's not my real brother, by the way. Not even remotely close. This guy loved me enough, man, that he was willing, man, to drop everything he was doing, come pick me up, and then we had to finish the tour. He rented the stuff that needed to be rented for us to finish the tour, because we had to tour everything. Right? That's real love. Keith called me up. Hey, Pete, I gotta go out of town for business. Can you please watch the kids? Absolutely. I go over his house, spend the night with my I call niece and nephew. Hey, come on y'all, let's go up. We're gonna hang out, watch TV, play video games or whatever. And then we're going to bed get him to go to school. I took care of his kids for him. He called me up. I only did it like one day. I was scheduled to do it for like three or four days, but something happened with his trip. He called me up. and was like, hey dog, what's up? I'm like, what's up? He's like, can you come by the house? I got your Christmas present for you. And I was like, Keith, come come on, dog, chill out with all that. He said, No, I'm serious, come by the house. I went by the house. Went over there. He had a Christmas present for me. Keith is a very wealthy man. I'm not going to go into what he gave me, but let's just put it like this. <laughs> What's my point? Now, I didn't do it for the money. I did it because I love him. But he gave me a blessing because he loved me. You feel what I'm saying? So, that's important. That's important. Listen carefully. True friendship is not selfish, but selfless. True friendship is not selfish, but selfless. Are you willing to be selfless? I told my wife, hey, keep me to watch the kids. I'm going to go over there for a few nights. You good? I'm good, baby. Right? Shoot, he paid for our whole entire Christmas. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen, right? It was a beautiful thing, right? So true friendship is not selfish, but selfless. True friendship is sacrificial, not self-serving. See, it's not about, man, what you can get, man, from somebody. It's about what you can give. What can you give, man, to that person that you're calling your dog for real? Seriously, ask yourself that. Proverbs 17:17. a friend is always loyal, and a brother is born to help in time of need. Let me explain to you what that means when it says brother. Here I keep calling Keith brother. That's actually what it's referring to. It's a synonym. It's using, they're using this in the context of a synonym. They're saying, do you have somebody that you're that close to, man, that they will be there for you? Right? We're not talking about family. We're talking about actual cats, man, that you cool with. Right? I got a young man in here. I call him my son. Now, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, stand up, a minute, baby boy. This is Kevin. Kevin's a good guy. Kevin's with us at the gathering, him and his girl. We do a thing at our house called The Gathering through UAD, and Kevin, you know, reached out to me and said, hey man, I never had a dad, will you take on that role? And I was like, is this, but actually, actually, I didn't say, actually I didn't say is this cat for real because I've, I've mentored a lot of young men. But I was like, okay Lord, is this for real? Is he the one I should be mentoring? Because I have to be careful we will talk about bad relationships later on this month, amen? But I said, I have to be careful about that. But the Lord's like, absolutely, take him under your wing and work with him. And now, for how long, Kevin, a year, a year and a half? Almost two? About two years? I've been working with him. I've been working with him. I've been working with him. Why? Because he matters. Because he matters. He matters. See, I didn't have a day when I was growing up. And I had made a promise. God it's okay if I ain't got my father because I still got you but I'm going to apply the simple laws of reaping and sowing so I started sowing and guess what happened I started reaping God put pastor in my life pastor became my father figure but then guess what I had to do though I had to continue to sow so I started sowing and pouring into young men all around me every time I had an opportunity to do it you know what I did I did it he's my dog He's my dog. He comes over and helps me. We're building something right now. We're working on some different things. He said, Dad, I want to do X, Y, Z. Let's do it, come on. Let's do it, but let me show you how to do it the right way. Amen? Amen. Are you willing to be selfless? Are you willing to, man, let go of your selfishness and step outside your own comfort zone? Because a lot of people can't, man. It's too hard for a lot of people. A lot of people are like, no, I ain't got time for that. Man, how you not gonna have time for somebody that you can make a difference in their life, amen? Proverbs 20 and 6 says, many will say they are loyal friends, but who can find one who is truly reliable? Mm, We've all been there. I don't need to stay on there. I'm going to keep it moving. This is why we must allow God to bring our relationships into our lives. Guys, pray and ask God to bring your relationships into your lives, be it friends, be it. Listen, before I came back here, y'all, I think I told y'all the story. I'm not going to go into it again. I think I told y'all part of it. I prayed. Lord, are you sure you want me to come back to Michigan? You sure want me to come back to Michigan? And God was like, absolutely. Because your mom and dad needs your help. So go back there and help them. Shoot, this is my man right here. I love him. I am crazy about this guy. I love this man. When he got married to Lowell, I was like, yes, this is a good man, right? Why? Because I saw his heart. Because he loved mom and dad. He loved Lo. And can I tell you something? He crazy about y'all. He loves you guys. Hey, Amen. Y'all give C a hand, clap. Amen. You, hey, you going to buy something to eat later on? You uh, going to pay for dinner later on? <laughs> That's what y'all. Proverbs 18:24. Some friends don't help, but a true friend is closer than your family. Okay? God has ordained your boss to stretch you past your comfort zone so you can become what he has planned for you. Let me read that again. God has ordained your boss to stretch you past your comfort zone so you can become what he has planned for you. John C. Maxwell says, you cannot lead anyone farther than you have been yourself. Right? So when we say, God has ordained your boss to stretch you past your comfort zone so you can become what he has planned for you, what we're really saying is, that's why I asked you guys, do you have a good relationship with your boss? Because see, your boss should be to take you further than where you are right now. If they can't, mmm. Time to start thinking about new opportunities. Okay, here we go, second part. An abusive boss is not a good leader. They're the example of what a good person can be when abuse has taken place. What does that mean, minister? What that means is we've all been hurt in some way, shape, or form. So when we get into leadership roles, those of us that have not been, that's been helped to get out of that hurtful situation, we're going to become abusive. So you have to pray for them, right? You have to pray for them. Matthew 5:44 says, But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Amen? Galatians 6:4. Pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. Listen, find a sense of peace in who you are in Christ Jesus, for your identity lies in him, not in what you do. Guys, your identity is not in what you do. Your identity is in Christ Jesus. That job didn't make me. If I'm tossing trash, if, I, if I'm on the back of a truck, man, riding, tossing trash, bro, and I haven't been in your neighborhood and I see you, hey, what's up? That job don't make me. So if you're looking down at me because of what I'm doing, uh, you got to fix you. I'm not broke. You are. Ahoy, matey. All right. Last thing. I'm done. The first step to perfection is realizing you're a work in progress every day. The first step to perfection is realizing you're a work in progress every day. Lamentations 340 says, instead, let us test and examine our ways. Let us turn back to the Lord. Examine yourself, guys. Look deep within your heart and examine yourself. Never see yourself as being better than your neighbor, for we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Matthew 7:5 says, hypocrite. First, get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. You got say anymore? Do a self-examination. Yeah, yeah, that's right, please do Hey listen guys, thanks for joining us today We hope you enjoyed today's podcast Pierre's podcast You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Facebook as well, and uh, on all other social sites, and also if you've enjoyed this series uh, well, at least the first part of it, this is week one, uh, week 2 we'll be broadcasting next week, and of course we'll continue on throughout the series, but if you'd ever like to join us live in the audience we look forward to seeing you there We meet every Tuesday uh, at Christian Tabernacle Church and 26555 Franklin Road that's Southfield, Michigan 48003 in the chapel at 7.30pm we look forward to seeing you there come on fellowship with us, we think you have a great time man, God bless you guys, love you guys man, we'll pick up next week with the Laws of Relationships peace All bumper music is produced by mr Dl Jones here's podcast
1: bye 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 bye